the MPPT Podcast Fitness Tips to help busy dads reach their fitness goals distilled down into 10 to 15 minutes. This is episode 19, how to make a New Year's resolution you can follow through on. So if you're a busy dad who wants to hear what it takes to achieve your fitness goals in the limited time available for exercise and working out, keep listening, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Chris Brown. I'm the owner of Muscle Performance Personal Training. Let's dive into this episode to help you busy dads feel confident about your New Year's resolutions for 2023. All right, so we're getting right up to the holidays. It's like right before the last two weeks of the year when we're in holiday mode or the last week and a bit. And so this is a great topic to touch on because there, you know, by now, by the end, of, as we get close to the end of the year, a lot of people have started thinking about New Year's resolutions, right? And fitness is obviously a common, a common topic for, for resolutions. And maybe some planning has been done and maybe some hasn't beyond making the actual resolution. So I wanted to come up with this um, just to give you some tips, you busy dads, some tips to, you know, help you guys be successful um, with your New Year's resolutions, because as I think as all of us know, as you know, once you're an adult, you hear you hear the stats somewhere that the majority of folks who set New Year's resolutions, they don't succeed in achieving them. Right. Um, so I want you to succeed. So that's what this episode is for. Now, as we kind of work through the steps of this, step one, obviously, is making the resolution. And a lot of you might have done so. Um, or you might know other busy dads who have already done that or started talking about it, um, depending on how close you are to them. But beyond making the resolution, it's also important to consider and write down why achieving this resolution, why it's important to you, why it matters that you achieve this goal, right? And a big part of that is it helps with staying motivated, um, throughout the journey of achieving the resolution. Because now it's not just, you know, doing fitness stuff, doing nutrition stuff. You know, you can remember also why you're doing it. You know, what the outcome, why it actually matters to you. And that's often a lot more powerful motivator than, you know, just the, the fitness goal of, you know, getting stronger, losing X number of pounds of body fat, gaining X number of pounds of muscle. Um, those are great, but that's, that individual reason for why it's important to you is often a much more powerful motivator over the long term of achieving the goal. If you can remember that, you know, it's a great thing to think about and write down at the beginning when you make the resolution. Okay. And then the next step, Beyond that, first one is obviously coming up with a plan for follow through and success. So rather than just hoping that you're going to achieve the goal or hoping something's going to, you know, change um, in your life, in your actions, etc. over the course of the start of the new year, having a plan, writing down a plan for how you're actually going to systematically do those things. And a great tip that I heard this year about organizing your plan or planning is in the book, The 12 Week Year, which I read this year. Um, the 12 Week Year is by Brian P. Moran and Michael Lennington. And one of the things they talk about is coming up with lead and lag indicators. 
lead and lag indicators. Now for many of us, the lag indicators, the lag indicators, those are, those are pretty easy for us to think about, for us to specify. And those are lag indicators. Those are what happens when we reach our goal, right? This is like the actual result of the goal. So once you set that resolution, there's your lag indicator. What's going to be, what's happened by the end if you successfully achieve that, right? However, lead indicators are often, they're very powerful during the journey of goal achievement. And we don't nearly, we don't consider them nearly as often. And these things, the lead indicators, they're the things you'd be doing week by week that if you get them done, you know, you'll know that you're on the path to success, right? So they're kind of like benchmarks along the way, but they're, um, they're written in terms of actions you would take. All right. So we have some examples. I have some examples for you in the fitness context, right? These are things like the number of workouts you'd be doing every week or the nutrition habits you'd be adding or subtracting over a week over time to realize your resolution, right? So at the end of every week, um, you could look back and say, yes, I did this, what I intended to do, or no, I didn't. And as a result of that, it would indicate whether you're on track or not on track. Now, why I included these in the planning aspect is because, you know, we can think of, okay, we set the resolution, we set the goal, and then we have to make a plan for it. You know, it can seem like a big project. Writing a plan to successfully achieve this goal, this resolution. But if we focus on the lag indicators, which is your resolution, it's already set from the beginning. But then the lead indicators as well, you know, it narrows your thinking. What would you have to get done week in, week out to achieve your goal? And you write that down and there's pretty much your plan, right? So it can save you time in making that plan rather than the plan becoming this huge project that maybe gets done, um, maybe gets put off a little bit or maybe gets like half done and it kind of becomes a barrier to you really getting started. Okay, so again, in the fitness context, these lead indicators that are useful to write down will be like, you know, if, you, if you're planning to work out, if that be a valuable thing to do for your resolution, how many, how many workouts a week, how long are the workouts, what kinds of workouts, you know, considering what can easily fit into your schedule, right? And then nutrition-wise, you know, the habits, um, the habits or actions nutrition-wise that you would have to add in or that you would have to subtract. And this nutrition, obviously, is this can be more of a kind of you do one thing and then one or two weeks later you add in the next thing or subtract the next thing one or two weeks later you add in the next thing subtract the next thing rather than making all those changes up front at the beginning and then you're trying to do a bunch of new stuff right so kind of planning what you're going to do nutrition wise on certain weeks of the plan right say so you have it all laid out and you just have to follow the plan okay now, once the plan is made, you're gonna to want to have a way to track your performance, have a way to track how you do. And I recommend every week. It can be easy just to do this on the, on the weekend, you know, when, when people's schedules are usually a bit, a bit more open, 
since a lot of people work Monday to Friday, but you know, just depending on your schedule, you know a day every week that you could do this, that you can track your performance on the previous week. And basically you're looking back at the lead indicators from the past week and did you get done what you intended to do? And then depending on you know what happens and, and, and the, the data you collect, then it tells you whether your plan is working or if it's not working. And if your plan isn't working at any point, then you kind of just check with yourself on whether it's because you need to adjust the plan or whether you haven't been working the plan closely enough, right? That you haven't been working the plan as intended, as you mapped out at the beginning for that given week. Because then it's not that the, the there's an issue with the plan, it's just that maybe you need to be a little bit more consistent and how can you do that? How can you kind of tighten, tighten things up a little bit, right? To get on track. So tracking your performance every week, it allows you to catch those things or see that you're on track more regularly rather than you get you know, to the midpoint or you get all the way to the end and you're like, well, I, I reached the goal, which would be great. But if not, you're like, you know, you're left with the feeling of disappointment, frustration, but also maybe the feeling that you wasted the last few, the last number of weeks, the last number of months because you didn't accomplish what you set out. If you track your performance regularly, you can catch things that need to be caught. So that's pretty simple. That's like a, a three-step three-step process. Obviously, it's not you know simple doesn't mean easy to do, but you know three steps. You know they're manage, manageable steps, and then it's just a matter of doing them right. So step one, making the resolution. Step two, coming up with a plan for follow through and for success, and then step three tracking your performance along the way. And again, I recommend doing that every week um, so that you can see whether you're on track or if you're not on track and why that might be. Okay, so I hope with this episode, we're gonna wrap this up. I hope, you know, if you are planning to make a fitness resolution or you know a busy dad who is planning to that has told you about his resolution especially if it's fitness related, I hope you feel more prepared to tackle the resolution or he does. Feel free to bookmark this episode if you wanna review it again um, into the new year. Of course, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Amazon Music, the platforms that the podcast is on. Leaving a review helps me reach more busy dads just like you, all right? And again, if it's not necessarily you, if you know a busy dad who is setting a, a fitness-related resolution, you know, of course, please feel free to share this, this podcast link uh, with them in case it would help them uh, succeed, right? Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Tune in again next week. Until then, this is Chris Brown, host of the MPPT podcast and the owner of Muscle Performance Personal Training in Toronto, Canada, signing off. Have a happy holidays and take action and stay healthy. Bye.